For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Smuggle, director of the University of Arizona Space Institute, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Lucy Zurich, an astrochemist who is a Regents professor at the University of Arizona. Welcome, Lucy. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to join the show. What is an astrochemist? An astrochemist is basically a scientist that studies the chemical reactions and the chemical compounds that naturally form out in interstellar space, outside of our solar system, throughout our galaxy and also in many external galaxies. And unlike conventional chemists that have beakers and flasks to do their experiments, we use radio telescopes to study these molecules in our galaxy. And we're able to do this through um, something called spectroscopy, Every single chemical compound has a distinct uh, signature in the electromagnetic spectrum and the radio spectrum. And we use that signature to identify the molecules and evaluate their abundances. What kinds of objects have you been studying? I know one of them is planetary nebulae. Well, we basically study any type of source that might contain molecules. And as it turns out, many, many interstellar regions that were thought to be devoid of molecules actually are very rich in molecules. And one of them is planetary nebulae. Now, planetary nebulae are stars that are basically dying or close to death, and they basically shed almost all of their mass, and you're left with a white dwarf star. Uh, before stars die, before they become planetary nebulae, they go through a phase called the giant branches. And in the giant branches, a lot of the mass is lost, it flows away from the star, it cools, and it becomes a rich molecular environment. And so a lot of molecular material, a lot of carbon-containing molecules come out of these dying stars and then they become planetary nebula and the ultraviolet radiation turns, out, turns on and it was supposed to dissociate all the molecules and return them back to the atomic state. Well, this was the theory for many decades. And it just turned out I had two graduate students that got interested in this and we started looking for molecules in planetary nebula and well, as it turns out, they're actually quite molecule rich. And this thought that everything was destroyed was incorrect. What are some of the molecules that you've been looking at? Well, in planetary nebula, for example, we've been looking at a lot of organic molecules, simple organic molecules, such as formaldehyde, which is a basic, basic building block of sugars, such as ribose. We also look at things like HCN, which is important in amino acid synthesis and the Strecker synthesis. We also look for things with metals like magnesium and sodium and um, molecules with phosphorus, which is another important uh, biogenic element. So do these relate to life on Earth? Oh, I, I think so. You can't have life without organic chemistry. That's just a basic. And the fact that we're seeing the beginnings of organic chemistry out in all these interstellar sources uh, says something about the origin of life. Now, um, a lot of material we think gets delivered to planet surfaces exogenously. It's brought in from space. And if you have a rich organic chemistry occurring out in these clouds and in these regions, and it gets condensed onto surfaces of you know, meteoritic material and asteroids, and it's brought to a planet's surface, this can certainly jumpstart prebiotic chemistry or biotic chemistry even. So we're probably looking at the origins of life out in these gas clouds, out in the planetary nebulae, out in all these interstellar sources where we see gas phase molecules. So planetary nebulae, they were originally called that because people thought there might be planets around. Then they thought they were 
devoid of anything. Now it turns out they may actually be a key to starting planets in life. Molecules, as we found, go through a sort of a life cycle. They begin in dying stars where this material is thrown out from the star and all these molecules form. Then these molecules get, end up in planetary nebulae and they're not destroyed. They stay in molecular form and they, these, this is the material that seeds the rest of the interstellar medium. So all these clouds where solar systems and planets form are seeded by the material uh, ejected from planetary nebulae. Thanks for joining us, Lucy. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. Our guest today has been Lucy Zurich, an astrochemist at the University of Arizona. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.